Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of What is the Point? And as always, I'm here with my lovely co-hosts. Um, Say my name so I can take a bite of this, Frosty. <laughs> Will. What up? And Heather. What's up, guys? Frosty. And just, just rudely eating in here while we have to watch. And I, I hope that you're, uh, as you're listening, that your uh, stomach is full, okay? Because yeah. I'm a little jealous right now. A little jelly. A little jelly. Peanut butter and jealous. And to be honest, and to be honest, Will, I think you just need to grow up. No, no, I'm Ah! never going to grow up from a chocolate frosty, a junior chocolate frosty at that. that. It is, uh, yeah, that's. uh, The greatest gift that someone's given me was the free frosty key tag at uh, Wendy's. That said person also gave me a free one, and it has been life changing. Yes, so. It's not a plug. They're not paying us for this. No, but but I want to say <laughs> not this. Sponsored. Not sponsored posts. But. You can get a full meal for under $5. Where else? Other than Sam's Club. McDonald's. Taco Bell. Sam's uh, Okay. Sorry. No, sorry, sorry. First sorry. off, McDonald's is expensive. McDonald's is, is expensive. Taco what? Bell uh, depends. Depends. Your dollar burger is like a $1.79 now. Yeah. Cap. Uh, yeah. It's... it's. Uh, y'all, it's y'all, want, y'all must not have the app. Right. Oh no! Large fries oh. every Friday. Oh no! I get the Bogo breakfast sandwich every Friday. <laughs> but first off, who's going to McDonald's and be like, "I just want some fries. That's it." I'm like, well, I want a full a meal. Just get a McChicken, a dollar fry, and a large drink, and that's like under five bucks. You do McChicken? Yeah. Where's that chicken come I, you know from? What? You think? I don't, I don't mind care. A big at all. I don't go I don't there for quality chicken. chicken. I go there for dollar hey, chicken. <laughs> first off, Will, don't take me down that road. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. That's messed up. All right, here's the deal. What are we talking about today? But today, guys, today, grow up. Yes, <laughs> grow the heck up. Today we are talking about growing up. All right, and so uh, here's what I know at um, uh, at our audience here. Okay, we like we, we speak to a lot of different ages, especially when you say young adults, twenties and thirties, and even like college and some probably high schoolers. Uh, but I'm like, you've got such a wide range here. And here's what I haven't learned is that some of our young adults are just like um, adults and some of our adults are just like young adults. But <laughs> what I realized is some adults, um, they just never grew up in certain areas mm-hmm. of their life. Yeah. And it's weird. And, and it's why it, – well, you know. But I also know that there's the other side of that spectrum too where there are some uh, young adults who you're like, well, I just – I had to grow up really quick because of whether that's a family situation or a dynamic or a situation that happened. And there can be pros and cons to both sides. And so really today what we're talking about is like what are some of the ways that we like we need to grow up and what are some of the ways that um, maybe, you know, if you grew up too fast, it'd be beneficial to kind of rewind a little bit. Be kind and rewind, okay? <laughs> um, so one, one of the questions I have here is like when I say grow up, like what am I talking about here? What does that mean? Yeah. I immediately, uh, when seeing this question, I go to the 1 Corinthians 13 verse. Uh, where it says, when I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now, uh, I've always, like, I've been told, like, that scripture is, uh, 
uh, you need to stop. Uh, what is it? Like say, like playing video games, sure, or you need sure. to stop watching certain things. You need to. Oh, like I, I could justify about a million things to throw in there. Yeah, yeah, like it was a childish thing, but when you look at it, it's like okay, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, in the context of you know having a five year old, there's not a lot of reason there. Like uh, you know, I tell him no to something that is actually for his benefit, and then it's just a, it's an all out meltdown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like you know, there is no thought. There is no. There is no nothing there like the other day Carter told me he goes yeah um I'm pretty sure mom doesn't like me and I'm like why do you say that well she wouldn't let me have my snack (laughs) so it's like it's like little things like that but I think uh that some of us uh run that like you know we can have that in our mind sometime and not reason like an adult and Mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah no I think you're dead on um in fact like when I do think about this, it's our response to life and the things around us. That's what it means totally. when I'm talking about growing up. Yeah. Right? Like there's this thing. You guys ever uh, – rejection therapy. You, you mm-hmm. just go out and you try to get rejected. Um, there were – Hold up. What is this? Yeah. yeah rejection not, therapy. I've not heard of this. I don't try you to go, get rejected you, okay. anywhere. It, it's this thing where it's like how do you how do you build that muscle of like not fearing rejection? Just go out and get rejected. Mm. Start getting rejected and then you're like, no big deal. And uh, there's a guy who went out and um, – like he'd do this, he'd go out and ask for girls' numbers or ask for free stuff. He'd ask for like a burger refill, like things that are just like, <laughs> that's not a thing, okay? And he kept getting rejected and it kept working. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm more open to rejection now. But he actually, he wanted to take it a step further and like he kind of wanted to know more about it. So um, one of the, the random things he did to go get rejected was he rang on a, a random guy's door with a flower and it's like, can I plant this in your backyard? Oh my <laughs> the guy, God. like if somebody like randomly, right? Now, you're like, no, absolutely, not. no, I don't, you, you could like, I don't know what you're trying to do here. Um, he's like, no. And so then the guy was like, well, why? Mm. He's like, well, my dog's going to chew it up and all this stuff. So, um, but he's like, Connie across the street loves flowers. I bet she'd, I bet she'd like totally want you to plant it in her backyard. Mm. So he goes, he rings on the front, you know, front door of Connie's and Connie's like so happy to see him. <laughs> and she's like, absolutely. You can totally That's plant this cool. in my backyard. And it's, it's interesting because, um, it's almost like, don't let rejection define you. Let the response after rejection define you. Mm. And that's, that's kind of like your son, right? Well, I just yeah. didn't get a snack. Well, let's let's dive into like why. Let's dive yeah. into like what's the next step here instead of just like, well, they don't like me. Um, and there's a lot of assumptions we can form and things we can, you know, we can think about. But like anyone who's done something great came up against an obstacle, came up against rejection, came mm-hmm. up against haters. Okay. And I think Martin Luther King Jr., right? Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Malcolm X, any president, any of your favorite artists, musician, musicians, anything like that, they faced something uh, they faced something that probably either somebody rejected them, somebody mm-hmm. didn't like them, they came up an obstacle, and they overcame it, and they let their response define them. Mm. And so when I think about growing up, it's letting not the form of, not rejection, but what happens after rejection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. define you when it comes to that. And are you curious? Are you mission-focused? Don't be the victim type of deal. And so like, when I do th- say kind of this, what are some of the ways that we should grow up? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, I... I love where you guys are taking this of kind of like the response and stuff because it doesn't take away from the fact that like bad things are going to happen or we will find ourselves in situations that we just wouldn't have wanted to be in. And that's just life. That's life as a young adult um, and as just an adult. So I think the biggest thing that I think about and it's related to our response, but I think it's just ownership and 
um, you know, thinking of kids, like kids rarely take ownership over things, right? It's always so like somebody else's fault or it wasn't it, me. And like, some adults. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. And so I think but that, that there's just some people and even me, sometimes I find myself like knowing in my mind, like I have some ownership over this and like I could have done better or I could have done things differently, but I'm unwilling to admit that because of just pride and other things. Um, and, but I, I think I've found that a lot of adults and young adults kind of struggle with that too, of, of really being able to say like, I do have ownership in this argument or this, uh, situation that I found myself in. Like I'm in this situation because a series of poor decisions that I made or, you know, things like that. And so I, I think we're all guilty of it, uh, you know, one point or another, but some people I think struggle more chronically with that. Um, but I definitely think that ownership is one thing that if we can get better at and just really prioritize in our lives, we're going to be better for it. And the people around us will be better for it. Yeah. And I think people who grew up too fast, they do the opposite. Let's totally. own everything. Totally. It's all on me. Mm-hmm. It always has been. And that's the way it's always going to be. Mm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you just, some of those things served you in that time. You needed right. them to serve you then, but they're not going to serve you forever. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I get it. You needed that for that season, but now let go of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you have some ownership, but you don't have... You don't have to own it all. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's great. No, I think ownership. So I'm I'm a person that is on that end of the spectrum. Like I've had to grow up a lot faster than maybe some of my peers around me. And so, um, so there's that part of it. But to what Heather was saying, I think it's very good for a lot of young adults that I've interacted with. Like one of the areas is that ownership, mm-hmm. like ownership of your purpose of your life. Like mm-hmm. you are where you're at, um, you know, where you want to be at, like really taking and, and how you treat people. Mm-hmm. Like that's another, like that's an area that I, I see a lot of just like, Oh, and I think you might've even said it earlier, just like how you respond to things. So just like, man, you can own this situation right here. Mm-hmm. Like you can own the predicament that you're in. You can own your response. You can own all of that. So I I, I do agree with that area. That mm-hmm. Ownership is a big one for a lot of people. Yeah, and I like it. It's, it's, uh, it's not owning what you don't need to own as yeah. well. Yep. So even for me, when I think about like, <clears throat> what are some ways that I probably need to grow up is just living without. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need everything. Wow. Yeah. Like, and for- That's good. <laughs> so many times we're like, nah, I need it. I see somebody else has it. I need it. And it's like, no, you know, that's a, like my son thinks that way, right? It's easy to be like, that's a kid. <laughs> yep. That kid, oh, somebody, somebody, he got a piece of candy. I need a piece of candy. Mm-hmm. Dad, you're eating a dessert, even though you didn't eat your meal. That gum, yeah. I'm not gonna give you a dessert. Mind bro. your business, kid. Yeah. Like, but even thinking like, what? I like, I don't need lots of money. I don't need it. No. I don't need it. Okay, I need to survive. You know, but like, I don't. You know, a lot of people, a lot of young adults, you don't need a partner. Mm-hmm. You don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you desire it, that's awesome, but you don't need it, right? Mm-hmm. And like those things that are needs kind of start to own you a little bit, right? Yeah. Like I don't need that drink. Like I don't, you don't need that career to be your all compassing purpose and identity, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need whatever it is. There are things that like it's great to have. And if you have them, that's okay. That's totally, that's really awesome. Oh, if yeah. you want them, awesome. Cool. Um, there is a big difference between needing it and being like, you know what? I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have it, that's awesome though. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of accepting things for what they are and mm-hmm. you, that you're responding to that. Yeah. Whether you think, they're or, not, think so good. or not. And that's, that's really monumental and that can be monumental in how you live your life and how you interact with the people around you. Um, because it, you know, you're more loose with your grip. You can let go of things easily. Right. You don't personalize a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So just remembering like what you do need though is dependence on God. 
That's one of the that's one of the only things. And then if you have dependence on God, here's what you know: everything you need is going to be taken care of. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So, <laughs> but it, so we can't talk about some ways that like okay, let's 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 take some ownership. Let's grow up in some of these areas. What are some of the areas that kind of what we talked about? Maybe maybe you shouldn't grow up in this. Maybe this is something to stay a child in. Yeah. Well, I, I really love this question more so than the other questions. <laughs> no, that's fine. If you had to rank the other yeah. questions, though. I mean, it's you... easier to say, here's how we should not grow up than it is to say how we should <laughs> yeah. grow up. You know what I heard? I think it's about to go down. Yeah. Like, Heather's about I to it says... unload it all right here. <laughs> I just think it says a lot about me that I this yes. is easier for me <laughs> yes. to answer. Maybe I need to grow up. Um, but I do. I love this question. And I think really one of the big ways that we should stay should stay childlike is in curiosity. And you guys have already spoken to this. I mean, you are parents, so you know this more than, than anybody. Right. But, um, kids are constantly engaging with curiosity, right? It's always why, why, why? And they want to know the reasoning behind things. They want to be able to process and fully understand why they, you know, are being told what they're being told or why they're in the situation that they're in. Um, and I just think as adults, like we just lose that. Like mm-hmm. we don't really engage with curiosity because we don't have time yeah. or we don't think to do that. Right. And, and I mean, as a Christ follower, I feel like that's biblical, right? Like we hear that all the time is to have that childlike faith and to be curious. And, you know, I think about anything in my life, if I know with a hundred percent certainty about something, I'm probably not going to like look into that much. Yeah. I'm not pro- I'm probably not going to try to find more out about it because I already know. And you usually just think that, you know, hundred <laughs> percent. And I mean, that's a whole other conversation of like, do you actually know this or did you inherit this? Was this a passed down belief? Was this something that you inherited from society? And, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But, um, you know, before we were just so attached to our beliefs and opinions, like we had the ability to ask the innocent questions, to engage with curiosity and to gather more information. And so I just think as adults, like we, we totally lose that. And, you know, when you think about the characteristics of children just in general, and again, it's an overgeneralization, but there's so much that we can learn from kids with, you know, characteristically, they're humble and they don't, there's like pride doesn't show up a lot in, in kids' lives. They're teachable. They, they don't really have that pride and hypocrisy that we can just find ourselves in in adulthood. And so... Um, I think for me, just curiosity and in, in, in our faith as Christ followers, that's such an important aspect because the day that I'm certain of something is the day that I'm probably going to spend less time finding more out about it. And um, I just think as a Christ follower, you know, your your relationship with Christ can can struggle because of that. That's when you stop moving on the journey. Right. You stop taking yeah. the next step. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, we all know those people that stop growing. <laughs> no one mm-hmm. wants to be around them. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's so true. Uh, no, um, no, one way to, that we should not stop growing, uh, or not that we should not grow up in, Mm -hmm. in our dreams. I, I believe Mm -hmm. that just like Carter right now, my five-year-old wants to be anything and everything from (laughs) a firefighter to a ninja, to a professional player, to a lawyer, to like, uh, he wants to be like straight up. That actually, that actually made me really, that actually like made me really proud. I was just like, Hey, I want to do what you do. And I'm like, cool. You don't know what I do, but it's fine. Uh, so, but like, he wants to do everything like, but as we begin to grow up, uh, we begin to put these parameters around ourselves yeah. and l- maybe life circumstances or whatever tell you that uh, our society or whatever, like, oh, you mm-hmm. can't do this or you're not good enough to do this mm-hmm. or whatever that is. And I think, man, like 
there that's I think that's harmful for so many people mm-hmm. like you had a dream inside of you and maybe you allowed somebody else to to speak down on it or and right. so you've locked it away and I'm like man like can we have that that childlike wonder of mm-hmm. like of what could be what is out there and even to Heather's point of like childlike faith I love that that passage because it's like okay the, that's how you enter the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. and I and I think of like again I'm going back to my son because that's you know we're talking about growing up like well, before he doesn't do it now because I've dropped him a few times. But like he, <laughs> like, like he would just, he would just jump. Like, like if I'm like, yeah. hey, buddy, jump or yeah. you know, come here or whatever. Like, no questions asked. Yeah. Like he would yeah. just, he would just okay. do it because he, there's that trust, there's that faith in there. Mm. Uh, but now, like I said, I've introduced to him, you know, harm, and now <laughs> there You're is across the room. Real life consequences. So, but but with that, like that's how a lot of people are right now. Yeah. Is that they've experienced pain. And they're now they're a little gun shy. Now they're a little in relationships. They don't they don't trust people very easily anymore. They don't they have their guard up now, mm-hmm. or you know they tried to chase their dream. They tried to pursue it and they failed. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, oh man, like maybe I shouldn't do that, or maybe I. And so I'm like, man, to be a child to wonder and just be like, hey, anything is possible. I can go out there and make this happen. I can. Yeah. There's nothing that Carter tries to wrestle me every day, and I'm like, bro, you can't win. Like, <laughs> like it's not gonna happen. But, um, but I think I think that's a great principle for us to keep hold of. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I um, uh, I actually. Uh, this hit me this morning. Uh, I was running and I was listening to. You were running. Yeah, you, you went running. Just you a know. slight flex. I heard that. He was trying to humble brag. That, Look at that. Humble brag. He was wearing the white I, t-shirt today. That's I will you only wear that when you're feeling good. I, yeah, I, I went running. I was listening to this audiobook, and here's the deal. I stopped though, and I started crying. So now this isn't oh, a humble no. brag. Okay? Oh, well, sorry. Right. I feel bad. I need no, to grow it's up. fine. I need it was, to grow an, emo- up. It was an emotional bad. cry, not oh, a physical cry. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was listening to this book uh, for our work week. It's pretty, pretty uh, yeah. popular. Tim Ferriss. And there's this poem um, that he reads in it, and I've only listened to it twice so far, but I've cried both times. What's so, it um, but it's this poem is called "Slow Dance," and I'll read it to you um, because I think it's uh, oh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna try to get through it, and I totally shouldn't be crying because I'll it's probably cry. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to cry. I ain't crying. But there's this uh, there's this poem is called "Slow Dance," and it, it says, "Have you ever watched kids?" on a merry-go-round, or listen to the rain slapping on the ground? Have you ever followed a butterfly's erratic flight mm. or gazed at the sun in the fading night? You better slow down, don't dance too fast. Time is short and the music won't last. Mm. Do you run through each day on the fly? When you ask, how are you? Do you hear the reply? Mm. When the day is done, do you lie in bed with the next hundred chores running through your head? Mm. You better slow down. Don't dance too fast because time is short and the music won't last. Oh. You ever told your child, uh, we'll do it tomorrow, and in your haste not see his sorrow? Mm. You ever lost touch, let a good friendship die because you never had time to call and say hi? Mm. You better slow down. Don't dance too fast. Time is short and the music won't last. And uh, when you run so fast to get somewhere, you miss half the fun of getting there. And when you worry and hurry through your day, it's like an unopened unopened gift that's been thrown away. Mm. Life is not a race. Don't take it slower. Hear the music before the song is over. Do take it slower. Mm. My eyes get a little watery and I couldn't even read it. But it's one of those things where it's like, oh, my (laughs) word. Uh... You know, you just think back at some of the memories. It, it puts things in perspective of what matters and what doesn't. And, mm-hmm. 
Um, life is this slow dance. And, um, you know, it's a dance between ownership and taking responsibility. And it's a dance between we really don't have any responsibilities at all. <laughs> and it's this, you know, we don't really own anything. Yeah. And all we have is, you know, we do have a short life, right? You know, middle age, what, it's 50? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Middle age, like the life expectancy is like 75. Yeah. So like mm. 37. I don't know what, what you know, like 32. What, what, what's a midlife? I'm almost at midlife. We're almost at midlife. Y'all gonna Heather, die. You're good. Y'all gonna die. Late twenties. <laughs> All right. Like it's one of those things where it's just like, wait, dude, don't grow. Like don't, wow. you don't need to grow up where everything is about production mm-hmm. and efficiency. It's so like, good. there's, there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what have you learned in your twenties and thirties or twenties, uh, Heather? <laughs> well, the twenty six. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, like, what have you learned about this? What do you, what do you think? Simultaneously, so much and so little. <laughs> like, yeah. I think there, there is the balance of there are moments in time where I'm like so, just consciously aware of how little time we have, and <laughs> it's kind of like, have you seen the picture of? the two people like going through the the tunnel on a train and one of them has a view of like the dark cave and yeah. then one of them has wow. a view of like the mountains and the yeah. one looking into the cave is sad and they're like, none of this matters. And then yeah. the person looking into the mountains is like, none of this matters. Like, yeah. and I absolutely love that because I am like both people in that meme, <laughs> like just in different parts of my life. And um, I, I don't know. I think the the biggest thing that I have learned is just the difference between being in control and being in charge And I think, you know, especially as a Christ follower, so often, I mean, we're not in control, right? Like if you're a Christ follower, you, you probably believe that you are not in control, that God is in control of your life. But then if you really look just strategically and practically and truthfully at your life, like do does, do your actions show that you believe that you're not in control? And for me, the answer to that question is so often no, like it, it, you would think that I thought I was in control. And that's where the difference is in in being in charge, because there are decisions that we have to make, right? There are things that we have to do and, you know, relationships that we have and things like that. And our decisions are, are ultimately going to lead us to a place in life, right? Like we talk about that a lot on this podcast of just designing your life, right? And, and building the life that you want to live. Um And so often I just get that backwards and I am more focused on production and money and status and just all of these things that just don't matter. (laughs) Like they literally don't matter. And um, that's usually when there's the most friction in my life, the most discomfort in my life. And um, those few sweet spots in between where I am reminded of, oh, my grandpa is sick right now and I'm getting to spend all of this time with him. But like also, why didn't I spend this time with him before he was sick, you know? And so it's just things like that, that, you know, you just, you're reminded of, of, okay, this is what actually matters. And um, I wish I were better at that. I wish I were better at proactively um, figuring those things out. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's kind of probably the biggest thing that I've learned and I'm still learning. Yeah. I, uh feel like I paid the dummy tax on a lot of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, the biggest thing for me is, I can't even say the biggest thing. There's three things that I've learned. Priorities. Like, mm-hmm. knowing what your priorities are and then living by them. Like, the kind of what Heather was saying. 
it's, there's, I spent so much time on things that don't matter, that yeah. did not matter at all. Like, mm -hmm. and it seemed like it was forever. Like, oh yeah, I spent a year grinding on this and in the middle of it, I'm like, why am I doing this? But I still kept yeah. doing it, I still kept going at it. Mm -hmm. And I look back on my life and I'm like, man, what could I have done with that year? Totally. That two years, that yeah. three years of, of stressing and worrying and carrying around this weight or whatever that is. Like there are so many things that just didn't matter. And so knowing, knowing my priorities, like learning those have been a, a big part for me. Um, understanding that change is necessary like mm -hmm. change is going to happen. It's necessary for growth. Like in order for me to grow into the person that I'm supposed to be and I'm created to be, change is going to happen uh, in change in relationships. Like, and it's okay. Like have per like giving myself permission that to have change, to change directions, change courses of my life. Relationships mm -hmm. are going to look different. Like people that I called my best friend 10 years ago, five years ago, uh, two years ago like it's it's yeah. it looks different now just because I'm in a different season I'm growing I have different goals and dreams and aspirations and what what have you so um so those two things and then um realizing that I'm, I'm not perfect so again we talked about taking ownership earlier mm -hmm. of just accepting uh my accepting the responsibility and, and the consequences for my actions I think are big that poem you read whole Lee crap yeah. when it was just talking about like have you ever told your child what was that have you ever told your yeah. child like wait I was like oh, we'll oh, do it tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow but how yeah. often do I just mm -hmm. take for granted that tomorrow's gonna be here mm -hmm. like I just did that the other day I was like buddy I'll download that game tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow and then tomorrow came and I'm like Oh, I don't have time to do this today. Mm -hmm. Like, but I'm like, all right, I'll be late for the meeting. Like, yeah. I gotta get this. Like, so stuff like that that I I I gotta take that consequence that when he's sad and he's upset, when he's mm -hmm. like, that's on me. Like, mm -hmm. and even in my other relationships that happen, like those consequences, the responsibility, the neglect that I may have on like an assignment or whatever that may be, like that's all on me. And so uh, those are the things that I'm I'm still learning. I can't even say that I've learned or mastered yeah. those. Know, like sure. not even, a, but like I'm still working through, walking through, uh, trying to figure all that Attention out. Attention to manage. It's not a problem to solve. Yeah. Attention to yeah. manage. Yeah. We are always managing it. And I think, you know, one of the myths that we fall into is the things that we control aren't that big of a deal. Mm. So it's like, well, the things I can control, they're just not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. There's a ripple effect, right? Mm -hmm. Like life isn't margaritas on the beach. Mm -hmm. I just want to take control of my life. And right. have, that's not, that's not your life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that, there's exceptions, but that's not your majority. Mm -hmm. Like life is, you know, how your wife and your kids greet you and how you greet them. Mm -hmm. That's 10 minutes every single day. Right, your life are the conversations you have over meals. Mm -hmm. That's an hour at least a day. Mm -hmm. Right, life is how you treat someone else's problems. That's most of my day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Right, like that's your actual life. It's not margaritas on the beach. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and and those are actually things that you can control. Mm -hmm. But you just think that they don't matter. But like, you get those mundane things right. And it starts to help your perspective. And now you have 80% of your life put together, mm. right? Mm -hmm. You just, you nail the mundane things yeah. that people are like, no, I'll do that tomorrow. It's not because it's, you're thinking about the, 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 you know, the margaritas on the beach. And it's like, yeah, but you rarely have that. Yeah. Rarely. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's like when people think about marriage and they're like, uh, sex matter. I'm like, sex is a very small part of marriage. Right. You have to live with this person 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. There's a thousand more things that are yeah. going to come in the way. Sex is, it's, it's an aspect. Right. It's a piece of it. But it's not the whole piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, these little things right in front of us, like they aren't so little. They become very, very big. Mm -hmm. And again, um, you, you set those. It's hard to set those little things right. But when you do, there's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. well, and it's how you do it too. 
right? Yeah. Like the mindset and the the heart posture that you do those things in. Yeah. Like I think that's a big part of growing up as well. It's like I'm not doing this for my own benefit. I'm maybe mm. doing this for you. I'm doing yeah. this for a future generation. I'm doing this for, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like thinking beyond yourself. It's not necessarily, it is like there are things that matter, but like, I guess it's, let me say it this way. It's not necessarily what you do, it's how you do it too. Yeah. So I've met some very immature, you know, 35 year olds that are doing the mature thing. They work and they do all yeah. the stuff, but they're very immature because of how they do the things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, this is. I think strong. I feel like I grew up a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I grew up a little bit today. And this podcast was really horrible. So I'm glad yes. I got the hit. <laughs> I'm just so glad. Not me. With Not my me. junior so frosty. Glad. Yes. <laughs> got kids frosty. It's fine. Uh, but no, hey, guys, I, we, we all have, um, I mean, we, we all have some next steps from this. Uh, of some ways where it's like, man, let, let's shed the, th- like, let's own the things we need to own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's shed the rest where it's like, yeah, this doesn't, you know, and, and a lot of times the things you're going to own, it's going to be mundane. It's going to be boring, but it's going to matter. Yeah. And so um, let's do that today. Again, if you have any questions, any thoughts, you can always, 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 always email us at hit it. What is the point at northpointchurch.tv? <laughs> Boom. You're watching this at are you hearing this at two times speed? Yeah. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> You're in trouble. I'll slow down. What is no. the point at North Point Church? So oh my gosh. <laughs> they cut us off already. That's There's so nobody annoying. here yeah, listening. I feel anymore. like I was like Dory speaking well. <laughs> so I just, he wants a root beer float or he wants us out of his throat. <laughs> We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.